Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points.
Everybody, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me tonight on Off Limits. If you're listening for the first time, you can go to offlimitsshow.com and listen to the show there live. You can check in at offlimitsshow.com. You can also listen on iTunes. You can listen on iHeartRadio, iHeart.com, and you can uh, find me on Spreaker.com. So if you want to listen live, the best place to listen live is offlimitsshow.com. Go there and click on Listen Live. You can listen to the show. So I am broadcasting on Periscope while I do this show. I actually have to admit that I have had somewhat of a an obsession with Periscope lately. It is a... <laughs> really addicting um, medium or whatever you want to call it. It's been really, really fun uh, being on there and just kind of doing the show uh, from there. This is actually the first time I've done a show live and actually uh, at the same time doing a Periscope for part of it. So it should be interesting. Um, but tonight we're talking about uh, top, bottom, versatile, masculine, feminine labels in general for the gay community. If you are gay and you are interested in uh, labels, then this is the show for you tonight. Um, by the way, if you want to call in live to the show, you can go to call in 214-377-0481, or if you want to Skype, you can call for free using Skype by Skyping in at um, Off Limits Show. Just add me there, and you can listen that way as well. So we are doing um, the show tonight. By the way, by the way, by the way, be sure to listen to the show, Gay XYZ, tomorrow night uh, around... Uh, what time are we doing this show? I think it's at 9 o'clock tomorrow, 9 central tomorrow at uh, gayxyz.com. Uh, me, Christopher, and Jason will be doing a show there where it's kind of like the gay view. We kind of talk about everything. But tonight we're talking about um, uh, this kind of shit. So tonight we're talking about what's going on with um, the gay community and uh, labels. Now, I am um, gay, obviously, and I've been um, gay all of my life. <laughs> since birth, obviously. And it is incredibly um, true. It's very true that there's a lot of people who want to ascribe labels to you, uh, whether it's gay, straight, bi, 
trans, queer, whatever. I mean, even in the gay community, we, of course, we have labels. We have the GLBTQIA, which stands for gay, lesbian, bi, transgender, questioning, intersexed, I think. <laughs> intersexed, I think, and uh, ally. And some people say the A stands for a asexual. So I guess it depends on who you ask. But we've been around for a long time, and we have a lot of... Um, we have a lot of um, different uh, um, labels in our community. And I think that the reason is is because we are such a broad community. We have so many... Um, sorry, I'm trying to hold this and actually do this at the same time, which is not easy. Um, we have so many different uh, um, um, people in our community. We have black people, white people, gay people. We have, of course, uh, Hispanics. We have, as I said, gay, bi, transgender. All of these people are all kind of part of the gay community. And because of that, um, we have different labels to kind of differentiate ourselves. And I don't like labels. I think labels are stupid. I think that to put people into one particular category and to say someone is this or is that is pretty ridiculous because no one is one-dimensional. Everybody is multidimensional, right? Everybody has more than one side to themselves. And I think that uh, people forget that. So if you're saying someone is gay, well, yeah, you're gay. You like you like gay. You like other men, right? If you're gay, but does that mean you like straight? You, you, does that mean you like uh, uh, really masculine acting guys, effeminate guys? You like daddies? You like bo I mean twinks? I mean, what do you like? Gay means a lot of different things. Bi, same thing. You know, lesbian can be someone who's bisexual or someone who's actually just into women. And there's all sorts of different um, labels that mean different things. And so I think that um, it gets really tiring. And so I was going to talk tonight about what what is a label when it comes to uh, being gay. And, you know, I think one of the things that one way we do it here is say my name, uh, Samadhi, 304, hey. <laughs> um, one of the things we do here is um, we, I mean, being gay or whatever, is we, we ascribe like otter or twink or whatever. And so I was going to go down a list about what those things might be when you're talking about different um, labels. So let's talk about First, some of the labels we use uh, in the gay community uh, to describe different gay men. To, and a lot of ways they do it are by body type. For example, if you have, if you have, um, if you're kind of a thin guy and athletic but not really built and still hairy, you're kind of considered an otter. And then you have guys who are like wolves who are more semi-hairy and masculine, lean and sexually aggressive, they're considered wolves. Then you have guys who are considered bears, who are typically much bigger, larger, heavy. They can be heavy, like as in fatter, or they can be muscular and big, brawny, and very masculine, and they're also considered bears. Um, and you have cubs who are like younger males that are husky and a little bit hairy. And you have chubs who are just chubby, overweight. You have pups. I mean, you have all these different labels for the same thing, all these different people, right? And I think it's ridiculous because <laughs> um, I don't like those kind of labels. When I'm talking about myself, I don't use any of those labels. I don't say I'm a twink or I'm a, you know, um, uh, a daddy or a, um, you know, whatever. I'm just a, a guy, you know, <laughs> the guy next door or whatever. I am not somebody who really uh, ascribes to getting kind of labeling. And I don't think anybody should. And I think especially in the gay community where we have so many... Um, so many different like fucking um, people. It's really hard to do that, and I think being gay in and of itself makes us different. So we're going to talk about 
tops, bottoms, versatile, masculine, feminine as well. So first of all, let's talk about um, how one label or one way people are put into different categories in the gay community is by their sexual preferences. So if you're a gay man and you're uh, into fucking other guys only, exclusively, only fucking other guys, then you're a top. And typically tops are very, you know, more aggressive, more, more assertive, and generally more quote-unquote masculine, not always, but just meaning that they're generally more um, into taking control or dominating. A bottom is the reverse of that. You know, the bottom's more receptive and more, um, they're not necessarily feminine one way or the other, or masculine either, it's just that they are more into getting fucked. So that's what a bottom is. And then a versatile is someone who does both, of course. And then, of course, you have the labels mask and feminine. I think that something is really wrong with that because a lot of people think if you're, if you're masculine, you have to be a top. And if you're a feminine, you have to be a bottom. But really, the sexual preferences when it comes to sex, gay sex, it really doesn't have to do so much with just your masculinity or femininity. Sometimes it does to some guys. It's only about that. But really, it's more about... Um, oh, shit. I don't want to be on camera. <laughs> Hold on. I flipped the camera. And I'm not camera ready. Hold on. Oh, God. That's embarrassing. I don't know how to get the camera. Wait, there I go. Did I do it? There we go. Sorry. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, so it's not really even about the feminine or masculine or the feminine or whatever. It's really about what you like to do physically. And so a lot of times people are really uh, taken back by that and think that if you're if you're a top, you got to be masculine. And there's a lot of really nelly tops I've run into in my life. And there's a lot of really masculine bottoms. There's plenty of them, you know. I'm talking about labels for the gay community. Uh, Kristen, Christina Campbell. Uh, so, um, I think that a lot of times it's about, it's about how screwed up your mind is. You think my mind's screwed up, Justin? Really? Why? <laughs> I think I'm right on, right on point. But anyway, um, so I think a lot of times people are, are confused by it because they, they really look at things and say, oh, they must be fucking, you know, completely... Um, masculine to be a top and feminine to be a bottom, and the truth is that's not what it's about. And a lot of people who are ignorant about gay sex or the gay community in general, and even some gay people, have these rigid views about what is and isn't um, considered to be uh, top or bottom. A lot of people think, you know, you've got to be this or that. And I think most people um, are somewhere in between, you know. And I find the people who have the most fun are the ones who are versatile. The guys who actually love to do both, top and bottom, and they make the best lovers. Because they know what a top wants, they know what a bottom wants, you know. So that's how people are often labeled when it comes to uh, being a top or a bottom. And um, in the gay community, or versatile or whatever, masculine or feminine, and I think most people are very upfront about their sexuality in the gay community. Like, for example, if you are, you know, most gay guys I've run into are very, you know, look, I'm a top, I like to fuck, I'm a bottom, I like to get fucked, or whatever. And they're not, like, you know, gun-shy about it. And it's one of the things I think is great about the gay community. We're not real shy about being what we are um, and about sex in general. I think there's such a puritanical, nonsensical ridiculousness about heterosexuality when it comes to their uh, sex. I mean, 
I mean, not all of them, not everybody who's heterosexual is like this, of course, but a lot of them are very, very much into, um, into, uh, looking so perfect and virginal. Like, if, especially if you're a woman, women have to be so like perfectionist and and perfect and virginal, or whatever. And they also have to be a fucking whore in bed. <laughs> so it's like I would hate to have to be a heterosexual woman. Um, and guys can do whatever the fuck they want when you're heterosexual, and no one judges them. So I think there's a total double standard when it comes to the heterosexuals. But when it comes to gay men, I think because we have been so completely um, in the closet for so long, thanks for hearts we've been in the closet for so long and everything i think that it's very uh once we're liberated and we're openly gay i think it's like very um free and so we're just like this is what the fuck i am like it or not and so we're very very um sexually free relatively speaking um to a lot of heterosexuals are you know whatever it doesn't mean we have more sex or or more raunchy sex necessarily it just means that we're more comfortable i think with sex and than in general than heterosexuals are especially i think because you know heterosexuals have to kind of fumble around in the dark kind of figure things out <clears throat> you know because they don't really know what the fuck they're doing if you're a woman you don't really know what it feels like to be what what it feels like for a man to have sex you know what i mean and if you're a gay guy, if you're a straight guy, you don't really know what it means for a woman to feel, what it feels like for her to have sex. But the great thing about gay people is one thing we have going for us in terms of our sexual life is that we have the ability to know what the other person's feeling. <laughs> so that makes our sex, I think, a little bit better, generally speaking. Um, it doesn't mean it's bad for heterosexual people. I just think it takes a lot longer for you to kind of figure out what the fuck you want, you know, and what makes you feel good. And also, I think it takes you a longer time to ask for what you want. As I was saying, because gay guys are far more, you know, free or whatever, I think it's better. How do you know what a woman is feeling? That's exactly what I just said. I have no clue what a woman's feeling because I'm a guy. And neither do you if you're a guy. And if you're a girl, you don't know what a guy's feeling. Um, but if you're gay and you have two gay men who are having sex with each other, they know what each other's feeling. If you have two lesbians having sex with each other, they know what each other's feeling. They know what feels good to one another, where to hit the right spots and everything else. And you can study a book, you can read about it, but you never really know because you're not a girl if you're a guy, you're not a guy if you're a girl. So that's what I'm saying intrinsically, gay sex is better <laughs> because we have, we have the same parts. Um, but anyway... So, yeah, so when we talk about labels and stuff, people often are, are going on and on and on about how these things are, this is what you are. You have to fit in a particular category. I think fitting in a category is stupid. I mean, you've got to really try to fucking be who the fuck you are no matter what you do. Um, because regardless of what somebody says you are, no one else can define you but you, right? You gotta live your fucking life and you gotta be what the fuck you are, <laughs> whatever that might be. I think people worry too much about labels fitting in and trying to be something else that they're not. So that's what I want to talk about tonight on that subject. Um, but also, I wanted to talk about um, the fact that uh, when it does come to labels and people in the gay community especially, we have such a... how Okay, Justin M. Riley, 10, wants to know, how is it better to put it in the ass than the vagina? I didn't say it was better to put it in the ass than the vagina. It's not any better to put it in the vagina than it is put in the ass. But if you want me to get technical, I'll tell you how it's better. I didn't say that, but if you want to know, it actually is for a guy. Because an asshole is actually much 
much tighter than a vagina. <laughs> that's just fact. That's just that's just the way it is. And gay men are not gay because uh, assholes are um, tighter than a vagina. They're gay because they're already gay. So they're not going to be having sex with a f- fucking pussy anyway. Um, it is better. It is better. Well, that's not, the, that's not all there is to it, though. You're missing the entire point. When I say gay sex is better, it's not just about the mechanics of it, whether a vagina or a um, uh, a vagina or an asshole is, is intrinsically better. I'm not talking about that, the mechanics of it. I'm talking about the fact that as a gay man with another gay man or a lesbian with another woman, they know what the other person's feeling and therefore they have more of a sense of what needs to happen to make them come. Whereas when you're a heterosexual man and with a female or vice versa, the two of you can, like I said, study it, read a book about it, whatever, but you're never going to really know what the other person is feeling. And so that's how gay sex is intrinsically better than heterosexual sex. Doesn't mean it doesn't feel fucking amazing. Doesn't mean you don't have great sex. Doesn't mean you have great orgasms. I'm just saying intrinsically because two people who are the same are going to have a better sexual innate connection than two people who, people who are completely different physically, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, so I think a lot of people want to, so when it comes to the gay community, you want to put a label on someone because they're effeminate, for example, we have a lot of, uh, you know, if a gay guy is a gay guy, you think, oh, he's gay, he must be a femme or effeminate, and he's got to be weak, and he's got to be, you know, limp-wristed, and he's got to be this or that. Or he's got to be hyper-masculine and hyper, you know, butch to compensate for being gay or something, when really it has nothing to do with that. I mean, I find gay guys to be great because we have such a different variety of us. You look at straight guys, Almost all straight guys are the same. <laughs> I mean, you've got geeks. You've got you can put labels on straight people like you do on gay people. You've got geeks. You've got jocks. You've got um, you know the bad boys. You've got the good boys next door. You've got the you know all the the, the the geniuses, whatever. You've got all these kinds of different labels for straight guys too. But I think the difference is that with straight guys, when you you know generally look at them, most of them are very similar. And when it comes to gay guys, there seems to be a great deal of variety. I don't know if that's true. I could be reaching. I probably am on that. But I just think that when I find it to be true, straight guys aren't the same at all, says just, just M. Riley. Well, like I just said, I just put them into categories. I know they're different categories. But I think that they are generally all kind of dumb and stupid. <laughs> They all fall for women, women's wiles or whatever. I think it's it's pretty funny to me, because look, I mean, um, you know, like all the men in my family, uh, older men in my family, like you know, around me, cousins and uncles and stuff, they're all like totally pussy whipped, you know. And every man I've ever known, heterosexual man, is kind of pussy whipped. They're like controlled by their women, and that's okay. I think if they want to be pussy whipped, that's cool. I just think that they lose some sort of a sense of self and they have to always, like for example, you're looking at heterosexuals uh, or sexual relationships, the man and the woman, a lot of times the man is in, is not, is in control, it's either the man's in control and he is the one who holds the money and all these kind of traditional norms we've had with society trying to say this is the way society is supposed to be traditionally, where a man controls the purse strings and the man's supposed to be the head of the household, blah, 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 whereas a woman is supposed to stay home and barefoot and pregnant. And of course, not every heterosexual relationship is that way, any more than every gay relationship is a top and a bottom relationship. So I'm just saying that I think that when it comes to being heterosexual, you, kind of, you guys kind of have more of a 
um, roadmap of what things are supposed to be like. You're supposed to be this way or that way. And you guys kind of ultimately revert to that type no matter what or who you are. And that's what I mean when I say that the straight guys and are kind of all the same relationships are all the same because it always ends up being the same kind of model because you've had the same model for hundreds and hundreds of years. Gay guys have to make up, gay guys, lesbians, whatever, our own way. We make up our own relationships. And actually there was actually a study about this that said that um, gay relationships are far more balanced than heterosexual ones because gay men aren't so hung up on gender roles. And I think that's true. I think that we do certainly have less of a hang up on uh, you know gender. So I think most people who are are, are gay, kind of make our own way and and uh, create our own dynamics, whereas people who are heterosexual kind of have to depend on old traditional roles. Not everybody, of course, and that's just a broad stroke, but I think that's true for the most part. <clears throat> but it's just like, you know, labels in the gay community, there are labels in the straight community as well, and I think it's unfair, um, but I think, you know, they can be true of both sides, so whatever. Um, last, thing I want, last thing I want to talk about before I go is I wanted to talk about the fact that um, the, uh, the Periscope is fucking addictive. Um, not being on it, I mean, I'm just doing this for fun, just to be on it and talk, but um, when it comes to watching other people and stuff, I mean, last night I think I spent like hours on Periscope, just like talking to people, I mean, you know, on different shows. Um, there was a medium psychic chick I talked to, and there was a... Um, uh, God, I talked to like all these people, like fifteen year olds, twenty year olds, thirty year olds, eighty year olds. I mean, it's people from all over the world, different countries. It's pretty great. So, got him with Periscope. I'll be back tomorrow on Gay XYZ with Jason and with Christopher. Be sure to check us out at GayXYZ.com. We'll be back then. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later. Good night. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 